1: Welcome, gentlefolk,
0: to the moment you've all been waiting for, the season one finale of Unfeatured Articles.
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the season one finale of Unfeatured Articles. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. Yay! Ah, we made I, it, boys. I know, we made it. That's made wild. It and it's wild. How for did the, we do that? The, uh, <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> uh, for the last time this season, mm. I'm Curtis Lang, and with me, as always, I'm my delightful ho- co host, Mr. James Keogh. That's me. And Mr. Riley McNamara. That's me. How are you boys? How are we feeling? Good. I'm feeling ready. I'm feeling like energized. Yeah. This is exciting. I'm so. I'm, I'm yeah, actually. This is, this is like, I'm nervous. I feel good. I feel I really good. Yeah. I don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. You yeah, know, God. we don't have articles. We, don't, <laughs> we, we kind of came into the studio. We're like, all right, you guys. Oh, no, we we don't don't, don't have any articles, actually. Um, That's the point. We've got 32 articles is what we have. We've got 32. We're going to decide the big boy number one. Yes. What was the name you were bandying around? The Unfi, The Unfi, The The Unfi Award for the best article of season award. (laughs) (laughs) It was the first thing that came to my head. (laughs) Fair fair Uh, enough. I don't know how it'll stick. (laughs) I rate it. No, Unfi, We're doing it. What about the UFA? The UFA? The UFA.
0: The UFA. (laughs) Because that's our UFA. 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 That sounds like fucking... The Fusa from, the from Madagascar.
1: Madagascar. <laughs> the Fusa, the carving. <laughs> now I write Anfi. Anfi. Let's do Anfi. The Anfi. Indeed. Well, um, to you, our dear listeners, thank you so much for coming back for this uh, big finale episode. Yes. If you just join us for the first time, what are you doing? Yeah, maybe. What we? We try and make each episode kind of like entry level for anyone. Mm. But uh, if the, you, this if, one doesn't really work like that. Yeah, I think you might need to go back and listen to a, at least a couple of the other ones yeah. uh, before you jump straight into. Into this one. Because uh, what are we doing, boys? Well, uh, we have, uh, as we said, 32 fantastic articles, which we have cherry-picked from the episodes prior. Mm-hmm. And what we're going to be doing is we're going to chuck them into a bracket. Live on air. Live on air. And one by one, uh, in pairings, we are going to kind of get that down to the number one article. So our first kind of 16 pairings. First beginnings of the bracket. Yeah, yeah, they're they're just kind of kind of be overviews of those articles and kind of a rapid fire. What do we think? What's our gut say? Which one we do eliminate? we prefer? Which, which one, one do we think is the best? Which one do we yeah, like the yeah. most? Which one do we think is the most unfeatured? Mm. Which one uh, Which one elicited the most visceral response yeah, on like, one yeah. of the episodes or something? A <laughs> few, cri- um, few criteria. A few criteria, yeah. Um, and throughout that and throughout the rest of the show, we're going to be hearing from a few of our guests as well who are chiming yeah, in. Uh, lovely guests um, are coming back. Yeah, they're yeah. going to tell us their favorite article apart from their own <laughs> um, of season one. Yeah. And um, yeah, so, <laughs> boys. Shall we get into it? Let's oh, get this. This is a momentous occasion. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, all right. I so James has got the bracket um randomizer it. on his laptop. There is a button in front of me that says generate it. Alright. Here all right. we go. Three, two, one. Generate it. Generating. It's loading. It's still loading. It's still loading. It's still loading. It's still loading. All right. Alright, all here, here we go. Oh, and straight away. Okay, this is this is a good listing. All right. I'm Ooh. loving it. Should I should we just dive in? I think we should just well, do you want to do a quick rundown of... Everything? Everything? Or should we just play it by, like... Play Played it by... by uh, I think so, yeah. Oh, let's, yeah, yeah let's go. You, you think we would have thought of that about this before, but we yeah, have. Right. We're, just, we're, we're too excited. We're just There's too excited. Much, so much nervous we're, energy. All right, cool. nervous. all right, so, first right. one, what are our first two, James? This one's... It's so interesting that it's done this way, yeah. because this is... Hummus... Oh! Versus... Ferret legging. No! Yep. Wow! Yep. The bookends. The bookends. <laughs> the bookends. This is the James Kehoe bookend. <laughs> is this, <laughs> this is this yeah. all like this? Um, they're, no, they're all like different. They're all randomly scattered. Uh, wow, okay. but so what, so is this your that first that article and your last article? It just so happened. happens that these are the, the first two.
0: Well, His right, well, two first articles, really.
1: Yes, true, true. Mm. Feral eating mm. was a special case. James, do you want to give us a really quick rundown of the two articles? Sure. So, hummus. Uh, I picked hummus in the first episode, and the reason I did that was because of the hummus wars, um, so-called because it was this big kind of debate over the origin of hummus, where hummus came from, and the largest amount of hummus. Was it between Israel and Lebanon? I uh Israel, I think so. Yeah. Israel lived, and Lebanon so. were the two um, countries that were like, no, 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 the origins of hummus Mm. Began, here, Began yeah. here, happened here. Um, in any sense, uh, it was quite a cause of contention, and uh, I thought it was quite quite amusing. I love chatting about hummus it Chat. It was a good it was chat, a good chat, chat and business chat cat. brings back memories. Uh, and then ferret legging. Ferret legging is a sport in which people put ferrets down their pants and uh, keep them there. It's an endurance match where they can they have to hold ferrets in their pants for as long as they can. Poor ferrets. And what was old mates? record? It was like six uh, hours or something? Yeah, yeah, something ridiculous. And he tried to beat it and everyone got bored. like, no, stay, like, please, please no. So, alright. Of those two, um what's our
0: gut reaction boys? You, Riley. Start us off, mate. Hormus. 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 It was, it was my first foray into this. I know you boys yeah. had the ferret legging episode. Mm, uh, mm. You had the trial episode. But the Hormus chat was my first foray and... Pff, Fuck, it was funny. Yeah, yeah. It was a good time so. It really it, set so the tone for the rest of it, the season, it didn't really it? It really did, yeah. Which is why um, I'm also gonna have to go hummus, I yeah. think.
1: I'm gonna say hummus too, I yep. think. Yeah. We've got all a right. three-way tie for hummus. So well, it's not really a tie, is i it? One, sorry, ferret legging. Uh, we loved you while you're around, but alas, you did not get a rose. Mm. <laughs> Fuck. Alright. <laughs> so, all right, so, all put right that moving into on. The bracket. Uh, next up, we have Ooh, interesting. Okay. We have The Zim Wars Uh versus the Icelandic Penis Museum.
0: All
1: All righty. Um, Okay, Jamie. All right. I'll I'll talk about the Icelandic Penis Museum. Yeah, go for it. So the Icelandic Penis Museum is, funnily enough, a penis museum in Iceland. Ah. Um, It just started Mm. by this old professor (coughs) um, who like, just had a collection of a bunch of different Animal penises from uh, all over like all over animal- the Kingdom of Alamalia and um he even had a couple of I think really old human penises. Yeah. But he wanted to get like like fresh one. He was actor. looking for
0: donors, that's right. Yeah, there was, there was that an actor guy who was like,
1: known for his big dick. He's known for his big dick and um who was like, Yeah, when I die I want to donate my, my schlong.
0: Yeah. Um I'm, I'm pulling it up. Who is please. he? Please. Who is he? Uh human penis. That's not his name.
1: But- human pe- Did you just Google human penis? That's oh, probably no. not gonna oh, no. unless the a It was images no. It was actually uh the Icelandic Philological
0: Museum. Yeah. Yeah. Jonah Falcon. What a Ooh. name. Jonah, yes. that is what, a, a bit, what a name.
1: <laughs> that's big dick energy right there. God, isn't it? Uh and then the Zim Wars, the Zim Wars yes. was our Star Wars episode. Uh and oh, I turned wars. And uh it was this big <laughs> kind of uh war with the Huts and the Jedi, I believe. <laughs> Uh, so the uh, Jabba the Hut obviously is the yep. big slimy creature that even if you haven't seen Star Wars he, you, you probably know, you
0: know the big slug thing. Yeah. it's the
1: big slug thing, and that war was the war that kind of uh, was the reason for the big pod race that we have in Episode One, and yeah. it's this massive war that happened thousands and thousands of years ago. That is this kind of tiny detail in Episode One, uh, and that's why so I much chose so one. much backstory for this one right. little yeah yeah thing. yeah yeah. Um, so that's why I chose the Zim Wars. Boys, how are how we feeling it? Uh, all right. Well, again, sorry, Riley, you got to start this one off because this is, um, it's, yeah, between look, we are allowed to vote for our own. Yeah, this this, yeah, time, this time because this this is yeah. just um yeah. yeah
0: um look, I think this one's hard. This one's hard because mm. in terms of the criteria, like Phological museum, hilarious, provided yeah. lots and lots of laughs. Yeah, Zim Wars is about as unfeatured as it gets. I think. Well, True. it is Wikipedia. Might not yeah. be unfeatured on Wikipedia. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Maybe a very to the common consciousness, bit. you know. It's Fair enough. Not, um,
1: what What are you boys feeling? What are you? Boys I'm feeling? actually. I'm leaning towards Icelandic Penis Museum. Yeah, I am too. Mm. Um, and yes, while we are allowed to vote for ourselves, we we mm. a gentleman's agreement. In if this, it would. In, well, yeah, this, no, this think, one makes sense. I think for us, we you know we're shedding our pride. This is about. This is about. This is about the, is about the, the honor of the best article. Yeah, we exactly, need to Find exactly. so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I do have to lean towards the, uh, the, the, the Schlong Museum, yep. yeah. Same.
0: All right, so, uh, yeah. let's lock it in. All
1: right, lock that in. That's Is that how you're feeling, Ross? Yeah. Yeah, good. I, li-
0: I liked them both. I would have been happy. Yeah, either. I think
1: they were both really good articles.
0: Yeah. babies. <laughs> I've just found the picture of the dude standing in front of all the dicks.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, the old Icelandic professor. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Well, we'll be able to get into that, like, we'll get Yo, more depth into those this dicks man. later. That is a man. Oh, that is a man who owns a penis museum for Indeed. sure. You can see it behind his eyes. Shall we move on? <laughs> Let's go. What's right, next? Here we go. <clears throat> the Wizard of New Zealand Aww. versus echidna penises. Oh, so that was Liz Kiho's article. The yeah. Kiho face-off. The, the the brother against sister. So, uh, Wizard of New Zealand. He is a man who lives in New Zealand. Um, who is a wizard? Yeah. essentially, kind of does what he says on the tin. And um, he was a professor who. I think I'm trying to remember. He was a professor in Australia, yeah. Who was then kind of like picked up by a university. No, he. I think. Oh, he retired to New Zealand or something. He wanted to start a movement at a university, I yeah. believe, in Australia. It was like peace, or, love, and happiness yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. thing. And so, to kind of bend the rules a bit, he said, "Oh, I'm actually a wizard. I'm the official wizard of this university." Um, and they sort of people got around that, and and it became this kind of big cultural thing. Yeah. Um, and then echidna penises—they have, prongs. they have a four-pronged penis. They have a four-pronged penis, and I think that's all you need to know about that one. <laughs> that's and pretty that's a basically We a chat it about it not to do oh, and then um, uh, an um, echidna, echidna babies are called puggles. That's right. That's pretty, They're called puggles. That's pretty frigging. Um, yeah. I don't mean to, you know, undermine my my sister here, but I think that I I would go for Wizard of New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to go for a kinder dicks. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That is my feeling. Mm. I really enjoyed that
0: one. Nah, it's Gandalf IRL. For <laughs> All me. right, yeah. fair
1: enough. All right. So, sorry, Liz, but sorry. Uh, we are leaving the kinder penises by the wayside and moving forward with the Wizard of New Zealand. Wizard. Okay. Bracket um, number four. Bracket number four. Here we go. We're flying through these. Yeah, yeah. this is great. This is going to be a three minute episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <this> <laughs> just a, he's just having a sip. He's having a big one. such, issue, a, trying trying such a bad timing sip. <laughs> <laughs> we have. Big Bertha. Oh, yes, the Irish cow. And toilet paper. Oh, okay,
0: these are both of mine. Curtis, big Curtis. Give us a quick look. I'm upset over that you. I haven't made the first eight. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <No. laughs> oh, the next, like, 10 are just going to be right. <laughs> yeah, rightly, exactly. Rightly.
1: Um, all right, so Big Bertha was uh, uh, a cow in Ireland who was the. Uh, this was for our um, St. Irish Patrick's Day yeah. special. Yeah. Um, which I, I think a lot of people unfortunately weren't able to listen to because there was a problem with iTunes. Yeah. And that it listed yeah, as something. like a like an unknown season and there was mm. some problem. And I, but regardless. If, you get, chance, if and- you get the chance, go back. If you get the chance, go back. Try and have a listen um, on Stitcher or Google Play or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, she was the oldest um, lived cow mm. uh, or, um, of all time. And, um, yeah, she went around to a bunch of shows and she just, um, yeah, she, she was just a lovely, lovely, lovely moo cow. And yeah. I, I loved her. Lovely um, moo cow. Lovely. And her name was Bertha. Big her Bertha. Name was, yeah, Big Bertha. Good um, too. and she sighed, like, 47 calves or something, something insane. No way. Yeah. yeah. Oof. Um. And then what was he on? Toilet paper. Ah, toilet, uh, toilet paper. So this was the uh, was the a toilet poo paper, paper ori- debate. Toilet paper orientation uh, was um, a big Wikipedia article about the way in which people orientate their toilet paper mm. um, and how the the bit that you pull on falls. So either it, it goes over the front and forward, or over the back and under. Yeah. Um and. What did we Because I didn't have a big opinion on this one, but you guys
0: felt very strongly. Oh, it's the front. goes to the front.
1: Yeah, it's the front. Yeah, I think I said if, but if you had a cat, it would like. That's easy to that's pull at. right.
0: Yeah. So um, I I got to... a very weird quote. Cra- like you can shut the door.
1: Yeah, true.
0: But I like to have my
1: cat watching me poop. Same. Yeah. Anyway, what are we? Th- <laughs> <laughs> but then, but to be fair, on the toilet paper one, we did get really deep into like how we wipe yeah. as well. It was, yeah. Like, yeah. It was, it was a. very and there was specific. And was the whole sitting v. Like, standing argument. Yeah, yeah. Also, we recorded that episode with Liz Kehoe in the room, so that was just us. Oh, right.
0: that's
1: yeah. That was a um, great episode. That was a good episode. So um, um, what do we think, Big Bertha? i to toilet paper. Yeah, it's poo paper. I think it's toilet paper, yeah. Yeah, cool. Yep. All right. Bye, Zane? Big Bertha. comments, questions? Zane, <laughs> I'm not from Zane in the corner there. He's, he's enjoying the poo paper debate. All right. So um, how could you not? Okay. Absolutely. And we're moving on yes, real quick are. to bracket number
0: five. Should we uh throw to some
1: guests? No, we're gonna do so that after we... number eight. We're doing eight first, member. Yep. There you go. Yep. As a as a per our of discussion. Off air, Riley. Yeah, all right. I've uh, <laughs> I've good and fucked it. Have I? Yeah, all right. <laughs> I was like, well that was eight articles. <laughs> do, so we do we want to we... cut that? No, that's fine, it. All right, it. let's yeah, keep, keep going. going. All right. Um so bracket number five. We have the Principality of the Hut River. Ah uh, yes. And, oh, this is interesting, the gay and lesbian kingdom uh, of- uh, Wow. Yeah.
0: This, this, r- this is a very self-aware fucking yeah, bracket, right? How did it know? Micronation
1: fucking- Yeah, face-off. The, war off. Of the right. Well, these were, again, both mine. Sorry, Riley. Um, it's fine. So, the Principality of the Hot River was uh, is in uh, lower Western Australia mm. um, and is um, a self-proclaimed print, um, independent principality uh, that is not part of Australia and is its own sovereign nation, um, ruled over by Prince Leonard. Mm. Um, well actually no, it was started by Prince Leonard. I think his son rules now. I can't remember his son's name at the moment. We'll get into that later. Um, and then the gay and lesbian, um, uh, kingdom of the Coral Sea. Yes. Uh, was the, uh, Coral Islands off the coast of Queensland. Mm. Um, and they, uh, yeah, um, a bunch of people moved over there and began a commune of, um, of LGBTQI people. And, uh, and to protest uh the uh, australias um kind of uh anti gay marriage um stance at the time and then it was disbanded when last year uh the plebiscite came through with a yes to gay marriage vote Yeah. which uh also yay to mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, um there you go two two big boys who um, um, are micronations yeah, together just for the memes And because it was like it was probably the first unfeatured article I got into like years ago. This was like Mm. uh, where what it was like the first time I ever did like a deep dive on Wikipedia. I just found like weird articles. This was like my favorite. Principality of the Hot River has got to get 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 it for me. I think so. I think like between the two of them, uh, I love the idea of like the gay lesbian kingdom being this big protest. But like a guy just fucking doing it. Just yeah. for fun, just, just for fun. Like, yeah, I'm gonna have my own nation. Well, I think he was like he was angry about like wheat tax or something. Oh, yeah, oh right, it was a yeah, tax yeah. write-off. So he's Still, just like fuck it, but, like that to be his so response you, yeah, by I, himself. Some people have a
0: business as a tax write-off. This guy's like, no, I got a country. I've got yeah. a
1: country. Yeah, <laughs> how about you, Ross?
0: Yeah, no, nah. yeah,
1: hot river. river. All right,
0: all right, hot river. We salute you,
1: yeah. members of the gay and lesbian kingdom of the Coral Sea. Um, and uh, but for now, we're moving on with the principality. Okay, dokey. So, Alrighty. up next, we bracket have Bracket number six. Bracket number six, and it is the Emu War. Ah, yeah. Versus unusual eBay listings.
0: Who had those?
1: Gina. That was Gina. That was wars. Gina's wars.
0: Sam had Emu Wars? No, no, no. Oh, oh, you yeah. had. Uh, he had the Gombe War. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Um, Too many wars. Too many wars. Yes. Um,
1: all right. Wow. So, again, we're just <laughs> like, where's Riley's article? <laughs> yeah, <or something>? right. <laughs>
0: They're going to be later. later. Just hang on, ladies and gents. We'll get to the good stuff later on. (laughs)
1: Um, Emu War. Uh, This was, of course, a war uh, against emus. It was essentially there was this big kind of overpopulation of emus, and uh, they sent out some people here in Australia to uh, get rid of them, and they lost. And we lost. And they lost quite badly. Um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The army, army, army literally the Australian army, lost against some emus. Um, and then unus- unusual eBay listings uh, Gina brought to us. It was all about uh, ghosts and possessed dolls. No, no, no. It was, no so so that, th- she, she went on a massive tangent with this, remember? Oh, okay, yep. this, this is just a list of unusual eBay li- listings like... Um, a piece of NutriGrain that looked like. Um, I've got it here. Uh, yeah. yeah. So there's
0: buildings and land. So there was um, the first town sold on eBay. Yeah. Um, it's that's been right. up for sale three times. Some dude tried to sell um, New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's um, a lot of vehicles sold. There was a, um, a retired monorail from Disney. Hmm. Um, the wife of Tim Shaw, who was a British radio host, <laughs> um, <laughs> sold his Lotus Esprit sports car. I think that's very good. Buy it now, price of 50 pence. Jesus. I think
1: there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in unusual eBay listings that we haven't really explored. Yeah, such that I think I think that's more kind of a because a lot of people know about the EMU war. You know, it is true. A lot of people know about the EMU war. I I tend to say my vote goes to unusual eBay listings. All right, cool. How about you, Riley?
0: Yeah, I think. Uh... Emu War is funny, but mm. yeah, I, I've known about that for yeah. for a while.
1: Yeah, I would have to agree with that one. Yep. Let's give
0: it to unusual eBay scenes. Nice. There we, we, go. Go. We, we, we could do a whole season on this. We could. Like, there is so much there.
1: Um. Well, there you go. Our first guest through to the next round Um. Gina Schwartz with only unusual eBay list scenes. Nice. So, um,
0: and I still haven't cropped up.
1: Yep. <laughs> yes. It is bracket number seven, however, <laughs> meaning. It's time for Riley to show up. Yeah, baby. You know what that means. You know it's bracket seven. Play the Riley theme. Time for Riley. <laughs> it's Riley, and he's gonna do an Cha-cha. article. Cha-cha. Riley, and Cha-cha. sexy boy. Cha-cha. Um,
0: this happens frequently.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bracket seven coming up. The ridge with Rainbow Bridge oh, oh, right. versus Elagabalus. It's Rainbow Bridge. Yeah. Well, why don't we do an overview? I right. mean, like, no, like, I love talking about Getcha! All right,
0: so Rainbow Bridge is um is the first the first like not funny article we had. It was the first like it was, this is really Chicken yeah. yeah. and nuts. Yeah. Um. So basically, the Rainbow Bridge is a fictionalised um. F- uh, it's like a I can't remember exactly where it comes from, but it's yeah, it's, it's yeah,
1: it's a way to it's a way to um. It's it's a psych, a, psych- uh, a psychologist came up with it to uh, explain the concept of why their pets weren't around anymore and mm. the concept of death yeah. to yeah. children. And,
0: and basically, what happens is the way they've explained it is that um, so the child, you know, the child will grow up, it'll lose a couple of pets and whatever. When it dies, it will go to this beautiful, pristine meadow with trees and like grass and hills and sunshine and everything like that. And every pet they've ever owned will be waiting for them there. To guide them to heaven at the base of this rainbow, I'm getting like goosebumps talking yeah. about this. At the <laughs> base of this rainbow bridge, um, and they will, yeah, just like kick on and enjoy the afterlife together,
1: yeah, together. And uh, Elagabalus was a shitty kid who was the emperor of Rome. Yeah, yeah. he was just some bastard. as much as I love that just shitty, a shitty kid. kid. He got <laughs> he got absolutely done by the <laughs> yeah. Romans. Um, uh, no, I, I'm thinking rainbow. Yeah, we bridge. gotta go rainbow yeah, bridge. Yeah. We we all we talk about rainbow bridge way too much. All right, Rainbow Bridge, um, and then okay. that will be our next one. Bracket eight, bracket right, eight, which is George P. Bedell cool. Yeah, and the Hello Curse again. of Tippecanoe. Ah, okay. Yes,
0: yes. So Riley, I believe you did George. I had uh, George. Mm-hmm. Um, I've forgotten what university he was from, but basically, he was this um, a fake name in, mm. at, enrolled at Georgia Tech. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, so. He has supposedly received every graduate degree offered by Georgia Tech. He served in the military, gotten married, served on Mad Magazine's Board of Directors, um, was Times Person of the Year in 2001. Um, well, and he, he, he led a poll for Times Person of the Year. He has never actually existed. It is a joke that has been going on since 1927.
1: Hmm. And some dude just made him up because he got two forms yeah. uh, for enrollment yeah. to Georgia
0: Tech. Like, um, Edgar William Edgar Smith, who was um, Bachelor of Science in Ceramic Engineering in 1927, got a second enrollment form. Was like, I'm gonna I'm not? Not have a bit of a joke, yeah. yeah. And uh, it's going. and he did and two he going. did
1: two assessments yeah. every single time. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> That's insane. Um, um, why? And then the Curse of Tippecanoe. The Curse of Tippecanoe is the pattern that states that uh, every uh, President of the United States who is elected on a or re-elected on a year that is evenly divisible by 20 essentially they are going to be assassinated uh this has proven true for a lot uh, a staggering amount of yeah. presidents uh with with this kind of uh fact um and uh yeah it's just a strange kind of almost coincidence curse that is on these american presidents yeah yes well well well, well um i love george yeah. I
0: love George Piperdell. He's yeah. just it's so funny that there's this fake guy who's been running around for almost a century. And like it's not just at the university either. Like he it's was all over. He was on flight crew in World War II. He was on like Yeah, mm. yeah just all these other yeah. places. How well, about you,
1: James? Yes, no, George Pippadell. Uh, and and I'm, assuming, I'm assuming Raleigh. Yeah. Yeah, you're loving George. Yeah, George. All right.
0: He's a good mate of mine. Well All with that right. why Farewell don't to we the curse
1: of Tippecanoe. By curse. It's gone. We lifted right. the curse. Oh, so done. We First eight brackets. You're what are our America. winners, James? Well, we've got Hummus, uh, the Icelandic penis museum, we've got the Wizard of New Zealand, we've got toilet paper, we've got the Hut River, uh, we've got unusual eBay listings, we have the Rainbow Bridge, and we have George P.
0: No! <laughs> Rainbow Bridge oh, and George. Oh, Yeah,
1: that's gonna be <laughs> <race and laughs> Riley versus um, Riley. Fucking hell. That's gonna be a hard one. Um. Alrighty. So we're gonna come back and we're gonna do another eight yep. after this. Mm-hmm. Uh. But um. For now. First of all, we're gonna throw to uh one of our guests, Drew Buchanan, from the most recent guest actually, and he's gonna tell us what his favorite article from uh the entirety of season one was. Hey, how's it going? Drew Buchanan here. I loved being a guest on unfeatured articles. Um. And just want to say to the boys, congratulations on your season finale and everyone out there, go to the polling booths and vote for the one, the only, Echidna
0: Dicks by Liz Kehoe. You know what to do. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you, Drew, for those uh, those wise words.
1: Mm. He's a wisdomous boy, that
0: lad. That's a wisdomous kind. boy. A wisdomous boy. So wisdomous. And we're
1: going to um, get back into it. We are. Uh, this is bracket number nine. Uh, of our 16 first brackets. I am Thurston. Let's do it. For a cursing. I don't know. Let's sure. do it. Yeah, man. For Kirsten dance. For cursing um, yeah, dance. Fuck. <laughs> uh, let's get into it. This is, ooh, oh, okay, classic. We're going Rat King oh. versus Adolf Sachs.
0: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Here we go.
1: Oh. All right. Rat King. This early? <laughs> yep, yeah. Yep. Rat King. Was my second article, mm. and it is still to date. I reckon it's the most fucked article that happened on, oh. um, season one. I don't want to think about it. Okay, it's- so pretty much a rat king is a um con- is fuck. I'm gonna follow. <laughs> uh, a
0: rat king
1: is is something that does happen in nature. It is documented. There are examples of it. There are some kept in museums, um, mummified and that kind of thing. Um, where in grottos and sewers and just out and about, uh, rats, whenever they... Sometimes they'll enter like a feeding frenzy or they're just... You know, that scene in uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade where there's just Mm. all those rats down in that fucking Mm -hmm. cemetery. Yeah. Um, There's got to be a couple ratkins down there (laughs) because uh, what will happen is uh, their tails will become intertwined and are knotted in such a way that they are not able to escape. And so there's just a bunch of rats attached to each other and they will just move around... And, um, uh, yeah, and they will often just die like that. The biggest rat king that has ever been found is 32 rats. Yeah. 32 rats intertwined by their tails in one big massive thing. That's like some Dark Souls. Yeah. Yeah, that's a a Dark Souls boss. Yeah. Uh, And Riley,
0: Adolf Sachs. Adolf Sachs was the man who invented the saxophone. Mm. Um, he didn't just do that He had a really interesting childhood He in almost the fact died he like 7,000 times He has more lives than your average house cat yeah. <laughs>
1: um,
0: And yeah Like Invented his own instrument at 15 Like he entered two flutes and a clarinet Into a competition He didn't just invent the
1: saxophone either. He no, imagined, he,
0: like- he invented um, He's got the saxo the sax horn, the sax tuba The six piston trombone And a sax horn so many um, different kind of instruments. Yeah, and they're all real weird looking. But yeah, yeah. he almost um,
1: died so many times and we never would have had the saxophone. Yeah. This smooth, did not jazzy sound of the saxophone. This
0: wonderful sax tromba. Yeah, right. Yeah, there is one that is
1: just like a right angle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like just a bunch it's of ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's a sax it's trombone this. and it is just like a bunch of brass in a right angle. It's like when you had an old like Windows computer and the screensaver was those <laughs> tubes <laughs> that, like around yes. yes. the screen that's it like just he, looks like that. So he looked
0: at that and was like that's a good idea.
1: Yeah, all right, all right. I'm writing down. He looked through it forward through Fine. yes he Saw was a visionary was like yeah He was a visionary curse. yeah it was um one of his near-death all right, experiences. boys just off the bat i'm gonna go with rat king just because yeah. it is, this is it is it is okay it is the article that we talk about most yeah i think that and we'll get to it later but graham the 52 heard as well yeah, yeah but um this because it is so messed up and it is it is like i think it would be a crime if it didn't <laughs> yes. go further personally because it is just so memorable and so disgustingly ridiculous yeah but that is my little bit. What about you, James? What do you think? Ah, boy. I mean, I love the idea of just, like, so many near-death experiences for this saxophone boy. But I think, I think, yeah, racking just evokes such a, like, an visceral- It is the most- Yeah, we, we react so hard to it. Oh, I'm How upset. about you, Ross? I'm upset. Would you have gone with Adolf? Yeah. Oh, My boy, enough. Adolf. He's a good boy. Like, He's a good boy. Yeah, rats are fucked, but- Like, yeah. it's a really good story. Is and, like, because great- yeah. he has, he has, he has he'll, he'll a lot of stuff- later in life as well not just in his childhood he yeah, had a lot no, of like, like near the near-death experiences he kept
0: almost dying yeah like he he did it so much that like the people in his neighborhood called him little adolf little ghost or something like that like little sax the ghost there we go um jesus his own mother was like no he won't live <laughs> like, his own mother was like mm, he's a child condemned to misfortune he's not gonna make it that long." jesus it christ
1: funny. Well, unfortunately, Mr. Adolf, we're going to have to he, say. Unfortunately- the matter of the Adolfs, I think we can all <laughs> yeah. agree. He,
0: he didn't make it that far.
1: Yeah, no, right. he is condemned to but misfortune. Is, he, because did, he did yeah. not make it past the he first round. He didn't make round. the first round. I'm sorry, mate. Um, Moving right along. So, yep, yeah, bracket nine, we have Rat King and bracket ten. Uh, all right, so we have the Chimpanzee War and Dusty the Klepto Kitty. Dusty the Klepto Kitty. <laughs> All right, uh Dusty the Klepto Kitty was a famous uh house cat that was notorious around his neighborhood and achieved uh widespread national and international fame for stealing so much shit. Like <laughs> hundreds of items. He would just go out to people's yards and people's homes, nick stuff and bring them back to his owner's yard to the point where they were like they had to like take it to the tip and shit. He appeared on David Letterman, um yeah, he achieved widespread notoriety, um, and I think he even like opened up a building. Really? Like he was like he he like they they were like um to open this building when they cut the ribbon oh, they're like we've funny. got Dusty the Clapton kitty Kaboom. an animal, animal shelter. shelter that's really good. Um, and then the Gombe chimpanzee war. This is what Sam Webb brought us on his episode. It was the four year war of Gombe, uh, where essentially two communities of chimpanzees uh, in a Gombe Stream National Park. Um, went to war with one another, uh, and it was very scary. to try. and Jane Goodall was like, she, uh, who was a fame, very very famous, um, chimpanzee, um, researcher, and yeah, and she studies the behaviour and kind of thing. This mm. kind of like broke her a little bit. Yeah, she was like, chimpanzees are so much better than humans, and then she witnessed this like absolutely bloodthirsty war where yeah. I think there was like one of the gorillas like smashed the head of its yeah. opponent and Ooh. then drank its blood. Like what? she was like, this is fucked. Crazy. Yeah, man. Crazy. Um, I I actually reckon yeah, the chimpanzee war. Because yeah. I didn't yeah. know about it and it's so horrifying. No, yeah, it is insane. Yeah, I gotta yeah. go to the chimpanzee war as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: I yeah, agreed.
1: Uh sorry, Dusty, but uh you haven't stolen our hearts. Hey. Um, <laughs> bad. All right, very good. Uh, so How long have you been sitting on that one? Honestly, not long. Um <laughs> like six months. No. <laughs> Uh, and we're moving on to bracket number 11. that's the one. So we are uh, we've got as slow as possible versus Chief Mauser aka
0: Larry. Oh.
1: Tell uh, us about the Chief
0: Mauser? So the Chief Mauser Larry he is the uh the chief Mauser to the Prime Minister of Britain. He does good work. So basically what he... His his occupation... He's a cat. He's a cat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we should have said... We should have specified. We'll, we'll, we'll get that out yeah, of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he is a cat. His name is Larry. Um, and he is... Yeah, the chief mauser at... Um, of the prime minister of the United Kingdom at 10 Downing Street. His job is basically to catch mice and things. Mm. Um, that's that's his job. Like,
1: But there's been there's been a bunch of different ones oh, yeah, throughout
0: it. So, so Larry is the current one. Um, there have been... So many. There's been uh, Treasury Bill, um, Peter, the Munich Mauser, Nelson, Peter, Peter the II, Second, Peter the Third, Peter, a lot of Peters, lot of Peter, P E T A. Ah, um, Wilberforce is my is my personal favourite name. Yeah, that's a,
1: Peter, P E T A.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I love the idea that it was just P-
1: someone from Peter the organisation just yeah. dressed as a cat, just like I'm undercover, <laughs> <laughs> I'm from the inside, um, and Mr. then w- as w- slow as possible. As slow as possible is uh, a piece of music written by the podcast's favourite uh, extremist composer, John Cage. mm mm-hmm. um, And this one, um, is, yeah, pretty much it is a piece of music that is designed to be played as slow as possible by the performer. So it has no time signature, no um, set. The only thing it has is set. Um, obviously, in music, we are, there are things like crotchets and semiquavers and that kind of thing. So you have certain mm-hmm. beats But that is all um, discernible by however slow you decide to play uh, the song. So, um, yeah, and it is the subject of one of the longest lasting uh, performances yet undertaken. Mm. Uh, It is um, performed in a church in uh, Bruchadi in in Haberstadt in Germany and began in 2001 and is scheduled to have a duration of 639 years ending in 2640. Oh, boy. Which is just... So insane. Yeah. I think it's so cool. I yeah. think it's
0: gonna end a bit before then. I don't know. Well, you know, I
1: think I, think I, the world I love is this gonna... idea. Yeah. Well, yeah. mate, the world could end. <laughs> I love this idea. I love the ideas of time capsules. Yeah. Um, and I love this idea of like a living kind of breathing time capsule that is just continuously happening. Mm. I think that's really cool. And like we can we can go on about how wanky, like some of us think John Cage are till the cows come home. Cause yeah, the dude is pretty wanky when it comes to writing. Mm. But I think this in terms of like the actual performance that is going on for 600 years in in Germany, I think that's real fucking sick. Hmm. (sighs) What do you, what do you guys think? What does your gut say? Well, it was both our articles. So you, you you, Ah, you you tell us what you think. All right. I got to make this quick, but you know, it's a hard choice. I'm going to go with, oh, boys. Um,
0: Let's not forget about Larry's. uh,
1: (laughs) Hey, we said we'd be honorable. Yeah. We said we'd be honorable. We're not fighting for our Um, own. No, I think I'm going to go with uh, as slow as possible.
0: As slow as possible
1: from James. Yeah. How
0: about you, Riles? I agree with Zane. (laughs) I agree with Zane.
1: Whatever Zane says.
0: Yeah, no. Zane's shaking his head because I back Larry. Of course he would. As a cat man, I don't know. Maybe it was my Larry, article. I don't.
1: It, this is a tough choice for a first. Well, I let's let's
0: let's not forget that Larry had that feud oh with Palmerston God. from the governor. <laughs> You were nah, such what? a dirty boy. Nah. How is this dirty? That's in possible. the article. It's as slow as possible. We're of fight for our articles. <laughs> Isn't that the whole point of this? Eh, true.
1: So as slow as possible. True.
0: You've got on. me there, Mister McNamara. How dare you try and like you know <laughs> present an argument to something? <laughs> Just lay down. All right. <clears throat>
1: um, moving on. Did we decide on it's as, as, as slow as possible? Well, you're voting for as slow as possible, right? Oh, I, oh, I, yeah. I'm not as big a cat boy as you are. So, all right, I'm hearing a lot of uh,
0: I, mm, uh, from you
1: guys. It's a, it's a good article. It's a good article. I won't I love say the it's article, a article, good but, like, article. As honestly, as slow as possible does win it by a skerrick from me. <laughs> all right.
0: All right. All right. All right. Bloody fine If this is when you want to want to have a terrible article, this for yeah, that's all right. That's fun. But me, just have shit taste. It's fine yeah, for it's not <laughs> <out>. whatever, man. <laughs> I knew this would tear us apart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> We're
1: never gonna see each other again after this. Next up, we've got tripophobia versus the bone wars. Fuck this! Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> fuck dude. this! You asked for this. Where's all the Riley articles? Yeah, man. here we go. And then they're all fucking now you clumped together. Kill your
0: darlings. All right. Um. So tripophobia was a uh, a favorite amongst the the uh, the podcast. Um. It is a favorite as a odd word. To choose. Odd yeah. word. Uh, yeah. so tryp- After Rat King, this is my second most fucked. So, trypophobia is the uh, the fear and like sense of intense discomfort from uh, a flat surface with lots of small holes in it. So, yeah. it can be things like lotus seeds. Um, you know, there's a bunch of plants that exhibit that. Um, there's um, uh, there is like a really common, well, not really common, but there's like a semi common um, disease that's pets can get called a mango worm. Mm. Um, And it's a parasite and it's absolutely fucking disgusting. Ridiculous. I do not recommend looking that up. Um, And uh, so that is trypophobia. And then Bone Wars was... (laughs) Fucking hell. I Uh, love the Bone Wars. I love the Bone Wars. Bone Wars was... um, a couple of guys from way back when. Who just discovered to,
1: a bunch of, like, they were, like, really into, like, the important to discovering dinosaur they bones. Yeah, they, and they
0: just fucking hated each other, didn't yeah, they? Well, they started off as colleagues. Like, they started off as colleagues yeah. finding, like, it's all like, in this such a story. In, um, in Someone. In Nebraska and Wyoming and Colorado. I think we said
1: this when, when we were doing it. Someone needs to email Lynn Miranda and say, this is your fucking next
0: hip hop music. Yeah, yeah like, this is the next one. Because, <laughs> like, um, this is a better story than Aaron, so weird, Aaron Burr yeah. and Hamilton. Um, So, like, 18. It started in about 18 mid 1870s. Um, finished in like 1892. Yeah, uh, they started working together as colleagues, excavating all these fields and everything like that. Um, and then eventually they started like um, playing tricks on the other and like trying to actively sabotage the other yeah. discoveries mm. and stuff. And they ended up in it was such a well published like it was fr- it was front page news. Yeah, everyone was sick of their shit like and like had nothing. Everyone to was them. so fucking over oh, them. And they ended up like destitute, um, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, huh? yeah, fuck. Because they yeah. yeah
1: spent so much money. Well. What do we reckon? Because of that, just that simple story. I fucking love the Bone Wars. I love the bone I'm wars. going for the Bone I mean, going Wars. The bone Wars. <laughs> 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 and I fucking hate
0: tripophobia. Yeah, anything that's really not tripophobia, yeah. honestly.
1: Um... Fuck you, tripophobia. Oh, right, get this, out of my- this,
0: Look, look. Yeah. Uh, How uh, can Rat King uh, get the vote uh, <laughs> because it was fucked, but tripophobia is like, no, it's fucked. Get it away. <laughs> okay, because I would prefer you to did look Rat at a Rat King, King as you opposed to- did Rat King. No, because- Because you did Rat King.
1: I'm still voting for one of yours, you waker. up. I would prefer to look at a rat king over trypophobia. That is Agreed. my visual opinion. Same. Big dirty rat king. Put that shit <laughs> on my head before I have to
0: look at like a fucking mango worm. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> oh god. I know what I'm getting if you for your birthday.
1: Uh, next up Bit we light. have uh, Speed 2 Cruise Control <laughs> versus volcano surfing. Oh. Um, so Speed 2 Cruise Control is the sequel to the Keanu Reeves film Speed uh, that does not have Keanu Reeves in it. Uh, and also spent a lot of budget uh, in trying to crash a fake um, ship into a fake village, and there was a hurricane that destroyed the fake village, and so they had to spend more budget recreating the fake village to then, again, destroy the the fake village. Um, And then Volcano Surfing was brought to us um, by... Riley. It's your boy.
0: Riley. Uh, So Volcano Surfing is... um does what it says on the tin like you've seen sand surfing and everything like that like you go up a, a sand dune you get a piece of cardboard or something like that and you yeah. slide down it you do mm. that on a volcano um and because it, it's like a super extreme sport you got to wear like full-on protective gear um because you know there's very rough volcanic ash it's not like sand it will actually like shred you yeah um mm. and some people even do it on active volcanoes yeah um like volcanoes are so active they erupt like a once couple a couple d- of times a week. Yeah, like, <laughs> there was one that was like once a, once a day. Was it? Yeah, it, um, it is hell. the um, uh, Mount Yasur, I believe. Mount yeah. Yasur in Vanuatu. Jeez. Um. So yeah, like you've got to dodge like big fucking rocks and fucking lava.
1: Mm. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um. Yeah. Um.
1: All right. Now, this is a hard one for me, boys, mm. because on first glance, I'd say speed two cruise control. Not necessarily an unfeatured article, is it? Right. However, 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 the tale about the the village and yeah. the fact yeah. that they had to rebuild that really tickles me. That, but then yeah. again, I agree. That volcano, sur- volcano damn, surfing funny. is just so like fu- it's like ex- did extreme ironing win? Oh, extreme ironing no, no. No. did. It's like that except yeah. like yeah. imagine if they did ex- ironing while doing this. Yeah. Yeah, that's like extreme ironing 2.0. Yeah. yeah, that's um double extreme. Extreme extreme ironing. <laughs> <sighs> I feel like Raleigh's already mad at me and he feels like I'm not voting for him on purpose. But <laughs> I am gonna have to go with speed to cruise control. No, I
0: actually I, I I actually agree. Um the just the fucking that village, yeah, for that is, film, as well, for that exact film, the sequel to Speed. So, so much like effort, sh- such that's a bad, that's
1: film. The dumbest oh, thing. Oh man, yeah, um, yeah. so that's going to take Speed. We're two not two sorry, Yonderbart, because you've finally gotten the recognition you deserve, yeah, and, but we're sorry <laughs> to Volcano Surfing because you're, you're not going to through. the
0: second round of our bracket on this mediocre podcast. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> sir.
1: This is all he ever wanted. He can finally go home to mum, yeah. All right, so next up we've got Grey Goo. What number is this? This is 14. 14. Uh Grey Goo versus Flash Fiction. Oh. GG versus FF. So Grey Goo
0: was me. Was Riley? Yep.
1: And uh Flash Fiction was me. Was that's right. Right. Yeah, oh that's right. Okay, I was <laughs> I couldn't I remember what it was for a second. Flash Fiction is pretty much a uh, form of uh, writing mm-hmm. which is um telling um a, a, a story in as little words as possible. And there's a lot of different forms, but the most famous um form was was attributed to Ernest Hemingway, but wasn't necessarily uh isn't confirmed to have been written by oh, him. right. And that story goes thusly. Baby shoes. For sale, never worn. Mm. And that's the end of the story. And that's the whole story. It's a bit like, and I mean so like the the whole idea is that like you can you can kind of set, get a sense of um everything that's kind of like there's so many questions and so much like um, possibility like because yeah. you, you kind of already know what's mm. happened there and um yeah so it's like just by saying this little thing you get this whole big story yeah. underneath um but yeah
0: that's flash fiction. all right and so gray goo is a hypothetical end of the world scenario uh, involving molecular nanotechnology uh in which out of control self-replicating robots consume all the biomass on earth while building more of themselves so basically uh the theory is that um like such Replicators floating in a bottle of chemicals, making copies of themselves. The first replicator assembles a copy in 1,000 seconds. The two replicators then build two more in the next 1,000 seconds. And then the four build another four. Eight build an eight. At the end of 10 hours, um, there are not... All right, hang on. Um, At the end of 10 hours, there are 68 billion. Yeah. In less than a day, they would weigh a tonne. In less than two days, they would outweigh the Earth. In another four hours, they would exceed the mass of the sun and all the planets combined. Yikes. So essentially, yeah, yeah. it's a very, like, hectic kind of- It mm. was on an episode of Futurama. It was, t'was, yeah. It was, yeah. It was very funny.
1: Yeah. Um, James? I think, Um, yeah, both very good articles. Um, I think that, like, I don't know, just conceptually, like, the idea of Grey Goo, this thing of, like, yeah. technology going so far as to actually, like- just in an instant, destroy us all. Because yeah. you know, I read that. I'm yeah. also going to vote for Grego.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. He'll take it. He'll cop it. Very. Good. I do like the. I do like the Flash fiction stuff. Flash fiction That'll very be good. very interesting. But I think also the the, big, the baby shoes that is the, quite well known. It's quite well known. Yeah. 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 And there's also like there's a couple of ways you can spin that. Like maybe yeah. they got pink ones and they had a boy. Um, yeah. Maybe. Maybe they Stop. had twins.
1: <sighs> They're fucking heteronormative. This world. Am I right, boys? Let's get down into the nitty-gritty of this. Let's talk about this now on this podcast, because this is the forum. So next right. up we've got um <laughs> Ooh, okay. Uh we've got the fifty two Hertz whale versus sex in space. Oh Curtis v. Curtis. I can tell you right now which one I'm voting for, but all right, sex, uh, in, space. <laughs> sex in space. You're joking. Okay. All right. Give That's us the overview. Yeah. 52 Hertz Remind whale me. is, is the world's loneliest whale. Um, and it is a whale that, that is out there in the ocean somewhere that scientists mm. can hear because whales, um, emit a frequency that can be detected all over the world. Yeah. Um, with, with, um, with, um, technology, 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 you know, you the, technology. know, it's, it's, you know the technology you've heard of, this have you've, heard, you've heard, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> Um, and it is, yeah, it's the world's loneliest whale because uh, most whales emit a frequency uh, of around um, 35 hertz, mm. but this one emits a frequency of 52, which means that it is like it is, yeah, it's just like if I was speaking um, a, a language that nobody else in the world knew, yeah, and I could just not communicate with anyone. Aww. It is just this whale that is just out there that is just it's so sad. So it's, yeah. it's on its own; it can't communicate with any other whales. Um and yeah, scientists don't know why. They're trying to find it Um, mm-hmm. to figure out why. But yeah. And, and we sex. named we named him Graham. And we did name him Graham because we he's, called him Graham. Because yeah. we wanted him to know we want we want to send positive vibes because we want him to know he's got a friend out there. Justice for Graham. Yeah. Even though uh it is thought to be a female. Um, yeah, Graham's a female. But we read name. that bit after we named yeah. after we named him Graham. But again, heteronormative, bad. You can be named Graham if you want to. Yeah. Now, uh, sex in space. Uh, sex in space. Sex in space is um just it was a it was a long winded article that I built up weirdly for a couple of episodes. <laughs> yeah, 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 a lot of prelude. Um, because um, yeah, and it was just uh, talking about uh the kind of complexities that we will face uh when we try to copulate in space. Yeah. Mm. Uh, eventually, when the human race potentially moves forward into the stars and starts to colonize, colonize different planets and that kind of thing, mm. um, there was something that was made called a two suit. Oh yes Uh, by this author, um and uh, someone who uh, was a, a leading um, a thinker on uh, sex in space, uh, and it was a suit that you could uh, lock two people into, so and they could um, lock themselves together so that they could generate the freak... Because of Newton's third law of motion, mm. uh, it's kind of hard in a in zero-gravity environment to generate the... Um, the kind of uh, movement and the friction that you need mm. to actually have sex. Newton's such a cock block. Newton's <laughs> such a cock block. The um, ultimate cock. What a tease. Yeah. So, um, what are we thinking? Graham. Yeah, I think it's Graham. It's got to be yeah, Graham. Graham. I'll go Graham. Graham is is the friend of the podcast. Yeah. He is our
0: first official fan.
1: He's our first. We love him. We love him so much. Her. Her. We love them. We love them. We love them. Cool. And then moving on to our last of the uh, the first kind of section of this bracket. Yep. Uh, we have. Ruth Melville versus the Time Lady. The Time Lady versus Corey Worthington. Oh,
0: the oh, boy! All right, Riley, buddy, you're up. <laughs> All right, so Ruth Melville. Um, let me pull her up. Ruth I Melville? Think... It's Ruth Belville, isn't it? Belville. Yeah, Belville? Oh, Melville. See, you've written Melville. Have I? Oopsie. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're right. All right, so uh, Ruth Belville, also known as the Greenwich Time Lady, was a businesswoman from London. She, her mother Elizabeth, uh, sorry Maria Elizabeth, and her father John Henry, sold people the time. Um, so back then uh, when watches stopped because you had to set them down so the mechanism would stop moving. They didn't yeah. run on batteries back then. Um, so they would stop like overnight when you would take them off or yeah, when you Yeah, so they'd have to reset them the and wind them and they'd need to know the official time. Yeah, and so, um, um, so yeah, John Henry Belleville, who was the original time man, um, would get the time from um, the obs- the Greenwich Observatory and would go around to people and sell them the time for yeah. money. money. And then Ruth... Um, Inherited it. Yeah. inherited it when he passed away. Absolutely, and Corey and there was Worthington. A lot of competition.
1: No. no, and Corey Worthington. Corey is, Worthington, Australia's uh, favorite dingus. Yes, everyone's favorite party boy. Uh, he does not officially have a Wikipedia article, uh, though he did, and then it got taken down. Uh, and so I did some investigating and found the original article. And uh, is this your article? Yes, I thought Corey was your article, mate. No. Oh, oh, well, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. you are just the one who reminded me who Corey Worthington was because I forgot. Huh. I completely forgot. But yeah, no, he's, he's, he's Australia's favourite party boy. And um, he caused a big ruckus because he started a party when his parents were away. And um, it's he did a big Project X. And uh, yep. and we all laughed. And he wouldn't take off his sunglasses. And it when very, he was interviewed. Very funny. All right. What do we think? I hate Corey Worthington. I'm going with Ruth.
0: <laughs> I got to go with Ruth.
1: All right. I, I do also have to go with Ruth. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ruth is, it's also the less, um, well, we do live in Australia. So maybe we know it's more of in the cultural mindset over, uh, in, over here, yeah. but uh, I would say Ruth is the less featured article. I think so. I agree. Um, cool, cool, cool. Well, that takes us to the end of the first section of our massive uh, finale episode. Why don't we flick to a guest to have them weigh in? Yeah, I think we're going to hear from Gina Schwartz. Let's do it. Hi guys, it's Gina Schwartz. I think my favourite unfeatured article's article was either Rainbow Bridge or Extreme Ironing. They're very early on in the series and I love them both. Thank you, Gina, for that. That was very lovely, very kind. Enlightened. Uh, Yes. Uh, Well, that brings us to the end of that first section, those first 16 pairs Leaving us with, shall I do an overview? Let's have a recap. Let's have a Let's recap. It. Let's have a recap. Um, we have up next Hummus versus the Icelandic Penis Museum, The Wizard of New Zealand versus Toilet Paper, Ooh. The Principality of the Hut River versus Unusual eBay Listings, The Rainbow Bridge versus George B. P. Burdell. I'm sorry, <laughs> Riley. Rat King versus the Gombe-, Gombe Chimpanzee War. Oh, no. As Slow as Possible versus Bone Wars. Speed 2 Cruise Control versus Grey Goo and the 52 Hertz Whale versus Ruth Belville. Whoa, oh, there's that is some a lot. big matchups. There's that some is big boy matchups in that Very, one. very tasty. And because it is such a big boy matchup. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've decided that we're going to make this a two-parter. I well, oh. should make it a two-parter. we just going to because we've
0: already gone for like 50 minutes exactly. now. So, um, we don't want to make, a make a the whole into three films. We can make we can this, this into two. We can do this. We can make this into
1: two. So we're going to come back next week, same time. Mm-hmm. So lucky you, you get another episode. Yes. And, uh, yeah. So with these future kind of pairings, we're going to mix it up a bit. We're going to make it fun and exciting. Can't wait to show you guys uh how we're gonna tackle this massive uh this massive undertaking. This, yeah. this one, this one has we've kind of because we've got had to get through so much stuff, we've kind of just been really quickly yeah. firing off what we think, real quick overviews, but we're gonna go a little bit deeper into what um what really makes these articles sing for us. Yes. And why we want to fight for them so hard. And mm-hmm. in the end, of course, we will reach our final contender, our number one it's I'm happening. so excited. I'm so, so excited. excited. Of the of the 16 that we have, I think they are like our best. They're, they're, def- like, they're definitely you know, the strongest ones. And so it's very exciting to see yeah. which one's going to take mean, it out. It heated, yep. oh, I think this is going to get heated, boys. I think we need to agree that we're all gonna still going to love each other at the yes. end of this. Yeah, yeah. There's
0: going to be a bit of white line fever. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, until next week, when mm. you can find it, uh, we can hear all of that. Um, you can find us on our socials. Yes. Um, uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Mm-hmm. James Kehoe is now in charge of all of those, and I'm not, which means that they're a lot more active sure. than they used to be. This was uh-huh. not a consensual decision, but no. like, you know, <laughs> I, I pretty much just went, James, you're fucking doing it now. <laughs> um, it's fine. And, um, yeah, you can listen to um, if you haven't listened to all of the episodes, maybe mm. now would be a great time to go and do that. So um, go back uh, and listen to all our old episodes on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or any other good podcatcher pod of your choice. Yep. Um, our theme song. It's it Pugatorian is, Friends. Yes, it is. It's Pukatorian Friends uh, by Kevin MacLeod. Um, we are lovingly hosted on the That's Not Canon Productions Network. Uh, thank you to Zane C. Weber, our glorious podcast a righteous father. podcast father a righteous podcast father thank you, Zay. Uh, thank thank you to all the guests who submitted in their yeah. their little pieces yeah i are gonna have the rest of them uh in our in our, in our, our, next, in our next, episode, next episode you can yeah. hear more of those um but yeah that will do it for us until next time oh you guys don't have anything to plug do you uh anything any upcoming no. shows or anything uh, like i that? don't think so no um one miles back Yeah, it is. Yeah, we took an unexpected break uh, because we got too busy, but uh, the podcast (laughs) is back now. Go check that out. Um, But yeah, no, until next time, browse responsibly.
0: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.